Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is September 14th, 2020. And as most of you know, the purpose of this webinar is to introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. It's also to provide a platform for people who are already members of triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. Three people agree to work together each day to visualize a triangle of light between themselves and to do so every day. They link as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the great invocation is sounding, it releases and circulates spiritual energies throughout the etheric network of the planet and into the consciousness of humanity touching all open hearts and minds that can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. The triangle's work need take only a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So today, after our meditation, we're going to hear from my coworker here at Lucis Trust, Michael Galloway, who will be speaking on triangles of goodwill. And we look forward to hearing from Michael. And also, I just wanted to make a brief announcement about uh, this week, there's a big um, 11 days of global unity um, and peace through unity are offering programs leading up to the International Day of Peace, which will be next September 21st, next Monday. And you can find out more about this week on peaceweekend.com slash up. Um, and on the 21st, there's going to be a 24 hours focusing at 12 noon, wherever you are, for a moment of global cooperation, peace and freedom in cooperation with Global Silent Minute. So we hope all of you can link up at your time at 12 noon next Monday on this International Day of Peace. And also the Triangles webinar is going to be a part of this uh, International Day of Peace next Monday. So you'll all receive, uh, it'll be right now at our time, our usually scheduled time, but we're just opening up to a larger forum. And we just wanted to remind those of you who might be new uh, that we do offer Triangles pins. Uh, this is a very enlarged version. They're actually quite small. Um, triangles pins, that is really a form of outreach. Um, if you wear the pin, some people who are perceptive might see it and ask you what it's about. And it gives Triangles workers an opportunity to share something about the work of Triangles with people who might be interested. And if you want to even extend your outreach a little further, you can also request these Triangles cards, which are, are medium-sized cards. Um, which provide a little bit of information. So if it's not someone you know who asks, uh, you can give them something and they can research it if they so choose. And this is the back of the card. So they're quite nice. If you're interested, we offer these free of charge, of course, and you can contact us here or in London, and we'd be happy to send you as many as you need. So now each week as we do, let's come together for a brief moment of silence, followed by the sounding of a mantra. Let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, let's visualize a triangle composed of the three primary planetary centers, 
Shambhala, the planetary head center, hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. And visualize the circulation of these energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from each point. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the empowering energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Project a line of lighted energy to the spiritual hierarchy. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. As we all know, the work that we do in triangles together each day is a selfless work. 
it's not about our personal enlightenment. We seek to serve those who work upon the inner planes and to aid them in realizing their work, but we also work to distribute the energies to all humanity and indeed to all life forms. It's a service to the planet, to the livingness of our planet. This idea of selfless service was one which the whole note of the preceding Piscean age has prepared us for. For Pisces is a sign above all else of sacrifice, selflessness, and self-forgetfulness. And indeed, it was a new concept at the beginning of the Piscean age, this idea of service to humanity, to, to our fellow human beings. Prior to that time, and even as recent as the time of the Buddha, this was a misunderstood concept. And we're told that the disciples of the Buddha were primarily interested in serving the Buddha. And so it was the Christ, the first teacher, who came and said that, asked us to love our fellow men and women. And so we began to look outward beyond ourselves to others. And today this concept of service, as I said, is broadening still to all life forms and even to that abstract concept which we talk about in the great invocation itself, the plan which we're told is a blueprint held within the minds of the great lords. It's a blueprint that's working out on this planet over eons of times, but our work together, we're told, can help it to penetrate into the consciousness of humanity where it was, must work out step by step. And as we've highlighted a bit on these webinars, it's important if we want to learn to work a little bit more scientifically to focus on the energies that are available at any particular month. And so now, as we know, we're working with the sign of Virgo, which has a lot to do with selfless service in the daily life. It's the opposite sign to the energies that are conditioned by Pisces. And so there's this concept that in whatever sign the sun is passing through, the earth and its etheric field is passing through the opposite sign. And so in this case, the opposite sign to Virgo is of course Pisces. And so as Pisces governs us etherically now, we can hope that the energies are aiding us in this idea of planetary service, of selflessness. And when we think of the energies of Pisces and that sign, we have to know that, that it's, I'm sorry that the sound is, is bad for some of you, but um, hopefully it's better now. Okay. The energies of Pisces is ruled primarily and channeled through the planet Neptune. And the Tibetan tells us that this is a new ruler that emerged um, rather recently. And it, he, the Tibetan tells us that it's not only ruling Pisces for the individual, but interestingly enough, he says, for the whole of humanity because humanity is coming to be the world disciple. And so as a disciple, our planet, through the influx of energies from Neptune, is becoming the recipient of this planet of tremendous potency to bring in the synthetic energy of the second ray of love wisdom. It is, in a sense, one of the planets primarily um, focalizing the energies of the cosmic Christ and aiding surely our planetary avatar in his preparations for a reappearance. So as Neptune becomes strong as it is now in the planetary horoscope, 
we have a real opportunity as a group, as a world disciple, to bring in this energy of the Piscean age and its higher, higher manifestations and distribute it throughout the world. And especially is this so now, since the year 2012. In 2012, the planet Neptune entered into the sign of Pisces and will remain there until 2025. So it's very interesting that as we enter into this final period of the stage of the forerunner, the stage wherein humanity is preparing the way for the externalization, that this sign of the Christ is found in the sign of Pisces, the sign of endings and beginnings. So we're ending a 164 year cycle for the planet Neptune. And in 2025, we begin an entirely new cycle wherein this energy of the Christ will be working out through the energy of Aries. And Aries brings about new beginnings. So 2025 should be a new beginning for the life of this Christ energy. And just wanted to close with a few more thoughts related to a law that is very much ruled by Pisces, which the Tibetan gives us the law of sacrifice, which is one of the seven laws of the soul. And it is in fact the first law. And it's beautifully depicted and so symbolic for the time in which we live by a rosy cross, the rosy cross being that which is loved and known overshadowed or flying over is a golden bird and that's the symbol of the soul so it's our, our work as in connection with the world discipleship group to try and fly freely over that which is loved and known and in his commentary on this law the tibetan speaks and relates it very much to the teachings in the Bhagavad Gita, wherein we're asked specifically to work with this concept of relinquishing of gain, letting go of doing service work in order to gain recognition and applause, more so like triangles workers service is, is actually a subjective activity in its fullest sense. It's the underlying subjective intention and motive behind what we do that is the most important. And so the Tibetan just offers in this law three actions that he asks us all to contemplate. And they seem simple, but as we all know from trying to practice them, they're not always so simple. And they're all quite similar one to the other. So as we seek to confirm, conform our lives to this relinquishment of gain, he asks us to sacrifice the sense of responsibility for others' actions. In other words, leave other people free to pursue their understanding of the path. And the second is to relinquish our own pride in thinking that our point of view is the right one and that the point of view of others is necessarily wrong. And the third is to leave each other free to serve the plan. And that's a very challenging concept to serve the plan. We really don't necessarily know how to do that. But as we review these aphorisms, they'll surely aid us to find some harmony so that we can move through this time wherein the lines of division and separation are engulfing our world from all sides. So let's now work together in our meditation, coming together in group fusion. Linking in thought as a soul, 
as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. Project a line of lighted energy as a group to the center where the will of God is known, the center Shambhala. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle.
Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, and establishing right human relationships. Found the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere.
prior to sounding the great invocation, pause to consider the work that will be done by the words as they're poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Before we hear from Michael, I just wanted to point out that there are two people in the chat that I noticed looking for Triangles partners. One is Michelle and the other is Maiti. And she's wanting to find two people in Africa. So hopefully some of you will respond. And Michael, welcome. Hi, Kathy. Thank you for the meditation. It was, it was wonderful as usual. Um, so, welcome everybody. Well, not welcome. You've already been welcomed, but hello. Um, as Kathy said today, I'd like to share a few thoughts on the energy of goodwill, and particularly as it relates to our Triangle's work. As many of you know, the network is composed of two types of triangles. There are triangles of light and triangles of goodwill. And most of us naturally work more easily with one or other of these energies. Though it is, of course, possible to work with both. And working with both energies is really our goal. For we are told that the triangles of light must eventually be qualified by or become agents of goodwill. 
the question then arises, how exactly do we work with these two types of energies? And how do we distinguish them one from the other? And how can we ensure that both energies work together in right relationship? Though it is true that all is energy, the type of energy that we work with in our triangles work is subjective energy, which means that it is behind and conditions the manifested world. Talking about this energy and its nature is important, but it really only goes so far if one is not actively engaged in a daily practice. To truly know authentically these energies, we must learn to perceive them and to interact with them for ourselves. All energy work is based in the occult truism that energy follows thought. And this simple statement means that we must learn to think in such a way that our thoughts, rather than our environing conditions, control our lives. When our power to think becomes strong enough that it can affect and determine the emotional feeling nature, then we are then able to assert the self-will which integrates and aligns the personality. When we are able to add to that the knowledge that we are the thinker and the observer of our lives, then the energy of the soul can come into play and the self-will is then conditioned by the good, the true, and the beautiful. And this becomes eventually the will to good. To work effectively with energies requires the cultivation not only of the mind, but more specifically of the qualities of sensitivity and discernment. Sensitivity to that which lies behind the outer form makes the mind a more adequate receptor and receiver of subtle energies. And discernment helps us to distinguish that which is illusory from that which is true. And it also helps us to categorize the vibrations contacted by their quality and by their spiritual potency. It is these two qualities of sensitivity and discernment upon which right vision is built. And over time, our efforts to register, to identify and to really see the real and the beautiful and the true gradually awakens our esoteric sense. This allows us to see the manifested world anew because we see not just the form, but the consciousness also which conditions the form. The ability to see, this ability to see and know deepens all of our subjective work and especially the triangles practice. I want to emphasize, though, that this sort of inner sensitivity is not necessary or required to engage in our triangles work. And so if you are here today, just starting out, maybe new to this work, you should feel free to simply just visualize your triangle and sound the great invocation each day. You don't need to distinguish between the two types of triangles. Simply connecting with the network is enough to strengthen it and to contribute to it and to help increase its reach. The Tibetan tells us that the work of the people of goodwill all throughout the world is dependent upon the quality of the etheric network, which is created by triangles. And I think this is a very profound statement. He says specifically that the work of the people of goodwill will be successful or non-successful, quote, according to the intensity of purpose and depth of love demonstrated by the two groups of Triangle's members, end quote. And what he was referring to here is the two groups of Triangle's members is the groups that work with goodwill, work more easily with goodwill, and those who work more easily with the energy of light. And he states specifically that it is two things, that is intensity of purpose and a deep love 
of humanity, which are the real key to the right movement and circulation of energies around the network. And this is no matter which of the two you work with. So purpose, intensity of purpose, and a depth of love, these are both foundational to the energy of goodwill. Many people understand goodwill as the practical expression of love or love in action. And they sometimes forget or maybe just don't acknowledge that this energy is mental or what we call monastic in origin. And it is deeply related to the spiritual hierarchy of our planet who works always from the mental plane and with the higher correspondence of this energy. Thus the energy of goodwill has, even though it is, it is, is practical and something that we relate with um, on a very sort of exoteric, is very accessible, it is actually a very deeply esoteric energy at the same time. The fact that it is based in the mind um, highlights that highlights the linking of the lower and the higher, for this is sort of what the monastic principle or the principle of mind does. And in a way, this principle of mind ensouls, you could say, ensouls the bridge between the world of spiritual reality and the world of manifested phenomena. It is only via the mind, via this bridge, that the energy of goodwill, which is the energy of right relationship, can come into expression. And this is important to remember because our triangles work is mental work fundamentally. And it is this mental nature of our triangles work, which is why it is so powerful. If the work, the triangles work were limited only to the focalizing, only to the focalizing of etheric energy, or in simply mustering up an intensity of feeling, it would not be transformational in its effects. It wouldn't deal with the causes behind the outer forms. Intensity of feeling is of course important, but must be backed by the will to good, which is only possible via the mind. The mind and the will bring with them the power to transform consciousness on a worldwide scale. The will aspect, as many of us know, literally determines results and brings the future into existence. Its power is really beyond our comprehension. The realm of human thinking is where humanity's problems exist, and it is only through that which conditions human thinking, that is the consciousness, that these problems can be solved. And both the energies of light and of goodwill are mental in nature. Light, however, is essentially substance and is more closely related to matter and to manifestation. Goodwill is more closely related to the spiritual hierarchy, to the heart center of our planetary life, and so is concerned with relationship. Light illuminates form at all levels and goodwill creates right relationship between individuals, communities, and kingdoms in nature. And in this we can see that goodwill is in essence a love that is deeply rooted in the soul, yet works out on the physical plane, not as phenomena, but as relationship. Mm -hmm. And the energy of goodwill facilitates relationship in two directions. Vertically, it connects the mind with the soul and the spiritual hierarchy. Horizontally, it encourages right relationships between all peoples of the world. When we consider both the vertical and horizontal relationships together, we can see how light and goodwill are intertwined. Light illuminates the real and dispels that which is, is illusory and false and prepares the form for right relationship. Goodwill can then be cultivated between individuals and in the illumined environment. Mm -hmm. 
this demonstrates how what I what the Tibetan the quote I mentioned earlier that the triangles of light are both vehicles for and agents of the triangles of goodwill. It's important to remember also that goodwill is an expression fundamentally of the first aspect of divinity. And this, 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 this makes sense when we consider these three things. One is that the will of God is essentially love. Two is that the goodwill is a lower correspondence of the will to good. And three is that one of the qualities of the first ray is simplicity. And goodwill is very simple when rightly expressed. And as I said earlier, it is the mind that bridges will in its expression. It bridges through the agency of the soul, which is also called the son of mind, the middle aspect of the mind. And this bridging results in a positive act of alignment. And alignment, as we know, is also referred to as an unimpeded relationship. Will in its highest correspondence, that is its highest correspondence as the will of God itself. The angel's wisdom tells us this will of God works out in seven ways, and I will enumerate them now. The seven ways that the will of God works out is the will to initiate, the will to unify, the will to evolve, the will to harmonize, the will to act, the will to cause, and the will to express. And underlying all these seven differentiations of the will is the will to good, which becomes goodwill when it is manifest in human relationships. And this will aspect being so uh, really almost incomprehensible to our human brains requires the staying power of the group to effectively mediate it into expression. And the Triangles Network, which is a worldwide group, cultivates the will aspect of divinity because its members are united through intensity of purpose and a selfless love for all without distinction. And in this way, we can see how the work of the men and women of goodwill throughout the world really depends upon the subjective support of groups like the Triangles Network. It is these subjective groups that link goodwill to its source. The network acts as a channel through which the will of God, which is love fundamentally, can be circulated and projected to humanity. And this, this will, which is love, manifests as goodwill or simply right relationship between individuals, between groups, between ideologies, between humanity and God. So that's, um, I think, all I have to say about the Triangles of Goodwill. And so uh, we'd like to open up the floor now to anybody else who has any comments um, or questions um, to please just raise your hand and we can um, unmute you. Kathy will unmute you. Thanks, Michael. I thought it was interesting in relation to what you're saying about the two triangles of light and triangles of goodwill and how the triangles of light actually prepare the way for the triangles of goodwill, which as you mentioned are more hierarchical in nature. And that we saw a, a valuable and powerful symbol of this in the coming forward first of the great avatar of the Buddha, who's the messenger of light, 
followed 500 years later by the messenger from the West, uh, the Christ, the messenger of love. So even on a grand scale, we see how light precedes love. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a hand raised, so let's see. Strinish. Joshua? I can't hear you. Hello, Joshua? I don't know if you can hear him, Michael. Can you hear me now? Uh, yes. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't have any specific thoughts about that, but I had a technical uh, point that people might find useful. I found out on a Zoom meeting the other day that you can save the chat. Uh, if you have the chat box open, there's a dot, dot, dot next to where it says file at the bottom. You click save chat and you can save it to your computer or someplace else. So that's helpful if you, uh, you know, somebody posted some link or you're trying to get in touch with somebody from the chat and the meeting's over. Thanks. Thanks, Joshua. Um, Isabel Kung here. She, re she recommends The Act of Will by Roberto Assagioli. And I haven't uh, read that book, but it sounds um, something I'd want to read. So he says, uh, Assagioli, discusses the aspects of the will as being skill, power, and goodwill, key to transpersonal and universal will. There's also the joyous will. There are many practical indications as how to develop strong, skillful, but also good will, so as to be able to perceive effectively the higher, all-embracing will. Uh, there's another um, hand raised. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm wondering if there's a relationship between the use of the triangles as a cohesive force and the apparently imminent immersion or infusion of the so-called new fire that is the object of some credible studies now and is there any access that may be achieved either consciously or subconsciously that would facilitate the implementation of the will to good? Thank you. Thank, thank you for that comment and question. Um, I, I think in terms of the new fire, Precipitating anything, the triangles network is, is going to help because it really works like a bridge. You know, it's a mental activity, so it helps to facilitate whatever is pressing out or once or is a, is sort of awaiting precipitation into human consciousness. The network facilitates that. At the same time, it also helps facilitate the transformation of consciousness in a way prepares humanity to receive whatever whatever's coming in from higher levels. I think it's an, it's inherently a cohering. It has a cohering effect as well, um, just because of the the interconnectedness of the network. But the last part of that question was ways to facilitate was ways to, I guess, facilitate or bring about the will to good. Um, I mean, I would say m my opinion on that is that you know the will to good is a much uh, it's a very very actually a very esoteric energy and I think it requires a deep inner sensitivity to truly contact that energy and like I mentioned earlier it is something that we can contact in groups we can't really we can't really contact it via the uh, the personality we can only really contact it by the via the soul so the extent that we can really act as souls and learn to think and be as souls and not as um so much as individuals, that will be really the first step into to contacting that higher, the higher will to good. Um, really working with the energy of goodwill and working with just the energy of relationship 
is a good way to prepare the fields for that group energy of the will to good to, to come into manifestation. So goodwill, of course, is very easy to work with. People work with it all the time. It's just any type of um, relationship that you can cultivate, um, whether that's, you know, with somebody of, of like mind or with somebody of different way of thinking than you, we just helps to build bridges when we, when we reach out to people. Um, somebody asked me to share the transcript again, so I'll just do that. Diane Rogers says, would not meditation also facilitate that connection and alignment with the soul? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, I should have said that probably, Diane. Thank you so much. Yeah, meditation, which is, you know, um, so accessible today. There's so many different types of meditation. We have meditation, specifically meditation that is uh, mental in nature, um, really creates, creates that alignment with the soul. Um, the soul exists on the mental plane, so it's really only through um, through the mind that we can contact the soul. It's important to keep in mind. Uh, Matthew Martin says, let us first connect with the goodwill of each other. Then as a group, we can send out our goodwill to all the world. It's an excellent statement. Um, I'm skipping around in the chat, so if I skip somebody, my apologies. Um, Clarence Harvey says, triangles from the angle of will can be a harmonizing of our strong will, our skillful will, our good will, and indeed our transpersonal or soul will. All of these harmonizations can make our triangle a useful and well-trained vehicle for the will to good. Oh, that was a, that was a question. Mm -hmm something to ponder. Um, somebody says they still can't see the transcript, so I'm gonna try sending it one more time. File, it says it's sent, okay. Hopefully it's there now. Well, Kathy, do you have anything to, to add or to say? Uh, no, I just think maybe we should just say thank you to you and to everybody for their participation and close with a moment of silence. Mm -hmm. And to remind you again that next Monday, International Day of Peace, we will be having a special webinar in connection with that event. So hopefully um, you can all join in. So let's just take a moment to project a line of lighted energy again to the spiritual hierarchy and link with all triangles workers throughout the world, distributing those energies. Thank you, everyone.